T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think she is a Stephen Curry of women's college. I think she has changed the dynamics of the way the game is played. I think the way she plays, the pizzazz, is like she's probably the most prolific scorer the game of basketball has ever seen. I am unwilling, and maybe it's more the, the Kobe mentorship around me, to say that she is great yet. I think she is the most prolific scorer the game has ever seen. I hold great for the levels of immortality or the pantheon to when you win championships. I'm just be that's just me. Jason Williams on Caitlin Clark. This is something I brought up to you, Joe. Last week, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. you know, you, you notice something, you're onto something. I might be late to this, but I've noticed something, and every example of it I want to be able to bring up, which is the LeBron v. MJ debate has ruined everyone's ability to talk about sports. You can't say Caitlin Clark is great until she has a ring. Get out. Great also. Like the adjective great. Great. Is Not great? like immortal, what they were trying to pass Patrick Mahomes off as, or like all like best all the goat. Right? Goat is one of those where like you'll hear that. Just great. Can't say great. Can't say great. Is Josh Allen's is Josh Allen great? She's the I, I'm, all... not, I'm not comfortable saying it yet. I can't say it yet. Yeah. What do you what, what is this? It's not congressional testimony. <laughs> Is he great? Yeah, he's great. She's the all-time leading scorer in what she does. And he won't call her and great. he won't call her great. Because Kobe Bryant's mentality is in him or something. Like, I'm telling you, whether it's LeBron v. MJ, now Mahomes. Well, and, I want to Ma- say it's Ma- just Jordan then at that point, that he's poisoned the well. Because uh, if you don't have six rings, you're not good. Right. And now the next version of that for the next ten years is going to be Mahomes versus Brady. And it's going to ruin everyone's ability to speak about anything. With sports. If you don't have rings, I remember where this came up. It's where when when Warren Sharp was going to the hockey game and said, Who's the who's the NHL version of McDavid? Or the NFL. Who's the NFL version of Connor McDavid? Because he's, oh, right. he's going yeah, to go yeah. see Connor McDavid. And immediately became like, Well, all right, let's think of guys without rings. What? The first identifying factor of well, Connor McDavid to you is that he doesn't have a Stanley Cup because that is not the number one thing that is worth remembering about. And him. I'm not even saying it's right. That's where I think I'm the one who I'm that's where my mind immediately went. It's not, but that's because that's ESPN and right. it's Fox Sports for me growing up. Like that's, it. I grew up with the LeBron Jordan debate, but again, it's Jordan. I'm blaming. I'm blaming those who grew up in the '90s. You let Jordan do this to you. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all Skip Bayless's fault. Whoever decided the day one of LeBron's career was going to be, you know what? We're just going to endlessly make it that he's not any good because he's not Michael Jordan. And then when he does win championships, we'll decide that he didn't do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And then when he wins. A lot will say, well, losing in the finals is bad. 
Like yeah. it's just endlessly with this constant greatness, greatness, greatness. Mahomes has three titles, and it's well, he's better than the guy with seven. Yeah. In another sport, I hear this a lot with Russell Westbrook, who is dogged everywhere he goes. Like he is he's like the most bullied athlete in the world. Like he always gets dogged for like West Brick, he gets called a lot, and like fans are always, you know, chirping him or whatever. And like he is he's treated that way. And because what? He's not he's not one of the best in the world. The dude's like an MVP, nine time all star, went to the finals. And I hear that a lot about about him. Like, if we can't appreciate this guy for being great, then then it's all it's all ruined. It's all ruined. A guy that's been like the fifth best in the sport for like fifteen years. If we don't think he's good and we're gonna trash him everywhere he goes, like what are we doing? Yeah. What 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 what's the bar really for the? For and this, all this again, this this is in this case, this is Caitlin Clark. I'm what? not prepared this to the- say she's great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> good times. You also had this week Kenny Smith saying that the the WNBA three point line should have been in the. He said that Sabrina Ionescu should have shot from the women's line. Right. When which, she almost beat Steph Curry right. and she from had the a, NBA line. Right. She had a number that was equal to everybody else in the NBA three-point competition except for Curry. Who's the greatest shooter of all time. Yes. Right. Like, no one's ever been near as good as him. That was a cool event. That was a cool event. Yeah. and That yeah. was the event they had the LED court for, right? Yes. That was, it was fired up, and it was, the whole skills competition had the LED court going. It was pretty cool. 803-0550. Sabres and Ducks, 12.30 today. Boy, following up on Paul, just get get back to this conversation. This whole, the, the Sabres not saluting their fans and how they feel about booing and mm-hmm. how they were mad that the fans chanted fire Donnie when the Sabres were getting blown out by Columbus. Which I need to say, by the way, I was at that game, was in the crowd, they were losing, what they lose, 9-4? to four? Yes. Okay, 9-4. to four. It was chanted. There were fire Granado chants. It was not ringing through the arena. It was a pretty faint chant by by standards of what you'll hear in sports arenas around the world. I don't know. I didn't think it was that big a deal. I didn't think anything of it until Darlene talked about it in post game of the Toronto game that they had they had heard it and that they took it personal or whatever he ended up saying about it. And I don't know. Don Granado, as we've pointed out, has been the Sabres coach for longer than anybody else during this playoff drought. And am I wrong in thinking that he does not get as rough a time from the fans as Phil Housley did or Ralph Kruger did? No, that's definitely right. Or Ron, don't forget Ron Ralston. Ron Ralston, Gardner Gloves Ralston. That's right. I don't remember how Bilesma was thought of at the end. Uh, but I don't know. It, it could be recency bias. I don't feel like Granado gets that rough a time. No, I don't think that he does. And uh, so if that, but if that's the core of this, I don't know. I don't know what they want. 250 games is the coach and it's mentioned. Well, I guess again, there was a chant. There was one chant in one game where they gave up nine goals and that is that the center of this? I mean, if that's the center of this, give me a break. Come on, that cannot possibly be it. All of it, at least. It's if if it is true that they did it consciously, it is it is downright offensive. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I wonder if it ever gets does, does it get talked about again. Again, this the story is the Sabres stopped salute. Wow. Like after a game, you go out and you wave your sticks at the fans. It's only after wins. That only you after do this. Wins. Okay. Yeah, you would never do that after a loss, right? Yeah. Because what they might boo you, or yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Depends. Maybe an overtime game, whatever. That they stop doing that. Now that's not the kind of thing that I would notice either. Because I, let's be honest, I've gone to a lot of these games and I've left some of these games early. Sometimes because they're winning. Sometimes because they're losing. Sometimes because mm-hmm. I have two toddlers and I want to get out of the garage. Like it's not always you know hockey based, but. The idea that they would make a decision to say, like, screw those fans is I, – I, I, it, it, it screams a lack of organizational leadership, right? Whoa, organizational whoa, whoa. or Organiza- locker room leadership? Organizational. Organizational? Yes. Yeah, I think that, that says lack of organizational leadership. It goes above players. Players being uh, – like Paul said, I think Paul laid it out well – Players being frustrated or mad about that happening is okay. That's fine. Someone steps in as a layer and says, but the one thing that's not going to happen is that feeling is not going to be known to them in any way. Well, because that's yeah. that is the that must be the most protected asset we have, the fans. It's something the Sabres over the years have, you know, whether it's whichever GM, whichever coach, whichever single decision. This was a topic we had last week. Like, what was the worst decision they had? Single decision of the drought. And there are a lot of good answers here, but the the worst thing that has happened in the drought is it's actually not 13 straight years without the playoffs. You could live with that on some level. I mean, it's not great, of course, if they had been competitive for nine of them, but they have not even been competitive. They've been competitive for like one of them. Right, one. The worst thing that happened throughout this entire drought, it's not the tank. It's not a trade of this player or that player. What it is is really beating up your fans. That's what you've done. You've, 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 the, the pandemic is in the midst there. Their, their season ticket numbers would have cratered, of course. People from Canada can't get in as easily. There's a perfect storm of bad stuff to go and to really destroy their season ticket base. But that's the worst thing that has happened. Is that Now, if you have a game, if you have a game to go to, like today, you want to go to today's game. Even in a season where you're not in a playoff spot, this would have been last year. 
What made last year so fun? A few things. They're scoring goals, they're in a race, and the building is alive. And the building being alive is a big part of this. You got a game on a Thursday against the Panthers, you have tickets, you're thinking, well, I mean, I guess we'll go. Don't expect it to be great on the ice. I don't expect it to be great in the stands. I just expect to sit there and watch a game, and if they win, we're like, okay, okay. The worst thing that has happened throughout this is the disassociation, the, the apathy a lot of their fans have. You're, you're past the point of screaming and yelling about things. You're just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I don't know when it'll ever get better. This was supposed to be a year. No, it's even worse than that it's dead. It's just silent. Right. This, this was supposed to be a year yeah. with a step forward, and the step forward didn't come. And that doesn't mean they're dead for the next 10 years, but it's just the worst thing that has happened is what's happened to the fan base. And to yep. to make a point to want to stick it to the people that are still there, I mean, that that to me is – I thought Oposo got it wrong back in December after the Columbus game when he said, that's not on us. That's 12 years of frustration. Yeah, oh, like, no, that was one night. That was one night. That was – this is Columbus, and you're doing that a lot this year. And I thought he missed the mark that night, and they apparently are continuing to miss the mark as a group. Take, take a note, Oposo or anyone on that from Sean McDermott, who I brought up earlier – came in on day one as Bill's head coach and say we said we own the drought, that I'm a part of it now. That from the minute I took the job, I'm a part of it. And that attitude, I feel like, is not, and, and this is not getting represented that way at all. And like it, maybe it is an organizational thing. Like it, it, shouldn't have, it should have never graduated to that. If they are, if it was happening by coincidence or if it was a conscious decision that we're going to stop saluting fans after wins, however it happened, it... it Graduating to an organizational problem, to me, should have never got there in the first place. What do you have a captain for? What do you have a captain for that's been a part of this for 8 of the 13 years? You have that for, what, the game ends and they've all went to the locker room. Shouldn't you notice that right away and go, hey guys, that's not how we do things here. We are not, we are, those fans, whatever, like 8 years, bring up whatever. But I need a captain and an assistant captain that have been here for a decade <laughs> with the fans to know that we're not we're not not doing this. We are saluting them after every win, and that has not happened. And however, that's if they have either signed off on that or if they have allowed it to happen. If they consciously were the ones that brought that about, I don't know what you have a captain and an assistant captain for at that point. What what are they here for? They're here for the veteran leadership. If that's the result I'm getting, they need to be off the team. They might be soon with the deadline. We'll see. Deadline's uh, a couple weeks away. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. Eight zero three zero five fifty. We got a got a wide receiver idea the idea of the day to get to. There's two nominees. We'll get maybe, you know one today, one tomorrow, but two um, in the free agent department. We've got to get to Mike Evans and Calvin Ridley. Which, of course, you know, might sound expensive, but whatever. We'll consider it. Also, have just seen the worst potential trade suggested <laughs> in the history of the it's, world. It's so bad. On ESPN. It's so ESPN's bad. ESPN's getup has suggested a wide receiver gets traded. I'll just give the whole thing to you. Jerry Judy to the Jets for Zach Wilson. <laughs> well, sounds like a great trade. Who said it? I don't Was know. it Mike Who Tannenbaum? Even, Who even knows? Zach Wilson and his $11 million cap hit for Jerry Judy. Yeah, let's do it. Go. Good times. Hey, Sabres and Ducks and uh, a Wild Wing hot dog. That's the dog of the day. Uh, you can join us if you'd like. 803-0550. 1-888-550-2550 on WGR. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.